Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I have a feeling this conversation today is just going to touch your soul so deeply, and I am honored and excited to bring April Adams Pertwee here with us. And when I think of April, I think of storytelling and the color yellow. And (laughs) that is all the things that you represent and you bring it and you share it. So hello, April. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, my friend. I am just so happy to be here with you today. It's so fun. So, so, so fun. And I love that, you know, yellow comes to mind. Yes, it does. I love that. You know, that's the thing about telling stories is like when you share things that are important to you, then people associate you with that. Mm -hmm. And that's all of a sudden they're like, oh, that's, oh yeah. And it's like you pop into people's minds all the time for these things. So Real quick, April and I have met many times at um, women a women's empowerment group that we've both been a part of, and we've just stayed social media friends and been in each other's world, cheering each other on along the way. Um, and I am just so fascinated with how you empower women in sharing their story. Um, for me personally. I, listening to podcasts, like, really early in the beginning was huge for my personal growth journey. Hearing other people share their story, what was happening, it just was so confirming. And I never had thought about storytelling until it began to become such a huge part of my life. So please tell everyone about you, what you do, and all your magic in this world. (laughs) Well, I, storytelling is at the center of it for me, for sure. Um, I believe that just like you, um, I've been able to learn and grow and heal and understand myself and understand others and make sense of the world, this crazy, crazy world that we live in. I've been able to process and understand it and really through the lens of storytelling. And so storytelling to me is just so important. I feel like we all need to pay closer attention to it and we all need to integrate it more into our lives. And so, you know, from a very early age, I was fascinated by stories. I, um, obviously, you know, this is how God designed me. Um, I know that fully that, you know, this is the path that he's had me on. And I, I went on and grew up to study journalism and I was, have been a storyteller professionally my entire career. I've, you know, worked in television, I've worked in branding and storytelling and digital storytelling. And now, you know, bringing all of that expertise, if you will, and knowledge to what I do now, which is, as you said, really trying to empower more women to share their story. I have a company called Light Beamers and our, our mission really is to get, to get more women sharing their stories publicly 
And the reason why publicly is important is because of just what you said earlier, you've learned by listening to other people's stories. You've learned by taking those stories in and processing them and it's helped you grow. It's helped you heal. It's helped you learn new things. And so if we just hoard our stories all to ourselves and not share them, then we are not actually shining the light that I believe we have the ability and responsibility to share. So my tagline at Lightbeamers is when you share your story, you shine a light. I really believe that. Like that is so ingrained in everything that I do. And I, and I think that's part of the empowerment piece, you know, that when women feel that when they do share their story bravely and courageously, and sometimes messy, messily, you know, uh, and, and vulnerably and raw and unfiltered, the more magic unfolds for them. So you shine a light for other people, you know, those of us that will be listening to your story and learning from your story and gaining value out of your story, but also that light shines back and is reverberated back to you. And so, you know, it can be a very healing journey for the one who's actually telling the story. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. Because when you get it out of you, like when it's inside of you, it's inside of you. And it's like, manifesting in ways that we don't even understand and comprehend and you know like you said about most of us all of us have somewhat of a messy story stored somewhere and so that messy story being stored inside of us is going to cause dis-ease on some level even if we think we've healed through it you know, until we can like really move through that and like in our body and like release it from our body, that is when the freedom is is out there and your voice is out there and your story is out there and and you really are truly able to shine. Yeah, I always say you have to give that story oxygen, you know, and if we keep it inside, we're not giving that that story words. We're not giving that story oxygen. We're not giving it air. So it's like keeping it into this like dark, tight jar that nothing really can grow in there, you know? And when you open the lid and you give it oxygen, you give it air, maybe give it a little bit of water and some soil and some nutrients and all of those things, then that story can truly, you know, come out of that jar, come out into the world and and serve other people and, and serve you, the storyteller at the same time. But if you, if you don't do that, then it's just a waste. Honestly, it's, it's such a missed opportunity for us to honestly, Vaughn, I mean, really it's all about building deeper connections. It's about understanding each other. It's about building community. You know, as a, as a trained journalist, I was always trained to listen to both sides of the story, right? There's not just one side of the story. And we live in a world right now that's very divided, very caustic, very, um, very, you know, where it's all about just everyone's just kind of in it for themselves. And I believe that the more we do this work of digging deep into our own stories and learning how to share them powerfully, that we will really, truly start to make a difference in the world around how we lead, around how we show up, around how we understand each other better. I mean, I have so many women in my community that are very different than me, you know, very 
they've had different upbringings. They've come from different cultures. They definitely like maybe are different politically, you know, um, where they stand in their belief system, just very, very different. But I use the word different, right? It's not, they're not, it's not my side versus their side. My story is different than theirs, but I still believe and and have witness to it, right? We can still all belong to the same community. We can still show up and break bread together. We can still come to the table and love each other and honor each other without fighting with each other and pointing fingers at each other and saying, you're wrong, I'm right. I mean, it is just so important that we do this, but we can't do that work if you're holding that story in. And and that's really important because I think, you know, I've worked with a lot of women in my in my time and a lot of women don't share their story because they're so afraid of feedback. They're so afraid that others aren't going to see it their way. They're so afraid of judgment. And you know what? You're going to get some of that. You're going to get it, but that's not your responsibility. Like I always say, we have to share the stories and be detached from the outcome. And when you learn to disassociate yourself with how others are going to receive it and, and build good boundaries around not letting their views impact you, it doesn't diminish your value or your worth of the story. Then the more you're actually going to attract people to you that may not be exactly like you and certainly may still have different values and belief systems and all those things, but they will still be attracted to you nonetheless, because you were authentic, you were real and you were open. Yes. So beautifully, perfectly said. And, you know, that just ties in so beautifully to the healing aspect of telling Mm -hmm. your story. Yes. Um, Because I know for me, I feel like before I started my healing journey, I didn't have a story to tell because mm-hmm. I was just like everybody else, you know, like I was no different than anybody else, right? Like I was, who would want to hear what I had to say because I'm just like any other woman. And then as I began to go deeper into my healing journey and I began to unravel all these pieces of myself and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there. I didn't know that was a part of me. And, you know, and the way that I work, it's like we're dealing with past life stuff. We're dealing with soul contracts. Mm-hmm. Like we going deep, deep, deep in there. And that's where the juice is, you know? It's like the deeper you allow yourself to go in, that's where all the stories are and stories that you didn't even know exist. Yeah. And, and so I just love that in my healing journey, that has created these stories that I never even knew existed within my world. Mm-hmm. And-, and it's so beautiful when you start to witness those for yourself and you start to give them air and you honor them. And before, right before that healing journey, and you just thinking, Oh, I'm just like everybody else. I'm pretty boring. It's pretty vanilla and benign and all those things you're and a lot of times even st- you know, you might've known you had a few stories there, but you weren't, you weren't letting them out. So what's happening is you're just like, Oh no, 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 (laughs) we're not going to talk about that. I I don't, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to kind of shut that off. Mm -hmm. And we just bury stuff. And what's happening in that situation is we're letting those stories have power over us and keeping us small, keeping us quiet, keeping us diminishing our power our truth, our, you know, just who we are, who God built us to be. And then when you start 
what you've done, right? You go on that healing journey. You dig into those stories. You look at all the nooks and crannies of, of who you are and how you were built and in the story you've been given in life. And you honor it by way of sharing it. You start to learn how to use that story uh, for your own personal positive power instead of letting that story have power over you anymore. It's just a beautiful transformation and it's so important. And so for anyone listening, if you're feeling like I don't have a story to share, I, 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 you know, like that's Vaughn's beautiful story that, that I, you know, I don't know if I have a story like that. I, I don't really think I have anything special or on the other end of the spectrum. Some um, of the listeners may have been on this really, powerful healing journey and it feels really big and it feels really messy and it feels like, oh my gosh, just too much to share. You know, I don't even know how to handle it myself. Yeah. Where do I even begin? I mean, if I were to tell all of this stuff, people are going to think I'm crazy. On both ends of that spectrum, it's still a piece of you holding that story in and not letting it out. And so in the beginning, when I work with my clients, I mean, in the beginning, I have to tell every single one of them, it's going to be messy. You know, you have to just start where you are, but you just have to start by getting something out. And then we massage it and work through it and get better. And we practice and we feel it and we integrate it into our body, you know, and then a storyteller blooms. But storytelling is a skill. It is not something we're born with. We have to practice it. It is something that we can get better at, but it requires, um, it just requires a lot Well, it requires two things. First of all, a decision to become a better storyteller and then intentionality around doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If, you know, I love, love, love my Instagram and Facebook stories, you know, like the 24 Mm -hmm. hour little clips where I just go in there and, and I've been doing that probably for about three years now. And if you were to go back to my first few stories that I shared, I mean, how awkward, like so awkward and embarrassing. And so I I do not go back to them, but I know that I could and I'd be like, oh my Mm -hmm. God, what was I thinking? I was thinking I had to begin to share my story, that I had to begin, I had to get it out of me. And so often with women that I'm working with, you know, they're, I'm just like, this light within you, it just has to be shared, even if it's with someone that you pass in the grocery store or, you know, just however, like it doesn't mean you have to have a huge platform of people or you have to start a YouTube channel or share on TikTok, unless these are things that are like moving through you, you know, that you're just like, I'm being really called to do this. And the more that you're called to do it and the more you don't take action on it, the more it just suffocates inside of you. And it truly does cause dis-ease in your body. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so it's just, you have to let it out. You have to let your voice out. You have to let your story out. And it's just been so beautiful to, to witness the unraveling of, the unraveling and the becoming of, of me and of women that I work with. And, and is, isn't it just like the most beautiful thing to witness women gain, like get their voice? Yes. It's the best. I mean, I say it's the most gorgeous thing to watch a woman rise to like watch her 
step into who she really is, you know, and that is a woman who shares her story. That is a woman who finds her voice. That is a woman who uses her voice. That is a woman who understands her values, understands her belief system and understands her story. She's done the work, right? Or she's doing the work and she's showing up you know, unapologetically and in sharing the stories along the way. And maybe it is just the 24 hour, they go away soon, Instagram stories, but you're practicing, you're, you're doing the work, you're playing with it and you're letting it be what it is and not judging if like, oh, I don't really know. You know, I mean, I have a very, I can so relate to that in the beginning, you know, of me, like building my business. And again, coming from the background that I had, I was always telling other people's stories. You know, I was giving other people the microphone and packaging up their stories. And that's what I did. But when, when I started light beamers and I started building my business online, I realized, oh, I'm going to actually have to share my story in order to get women to feel comfortable coming into my community and trusting me and, you know, allowing me to do this work with them. And, Oh my gosh, same as you. I mean, I could go back to the beginning and look at how I was showing up and it was, it's not how I show up today. I've gained so much confidence in the doing. I've gained so much clarity in the doing. I've, I've become a better storyteller, <clears throat> you know, in the doing. In the beginning, I just had to share stories that were safe. You know, they were, I, I say they were just very vanilla. Yeah. You know, they were very surface level but it was what I could spit out of my mouth at the time. Right. And then because I know, you know, the process, I'm like, okay, April, you're going to have to, we're going to go a little deeper. So then I was like, okay, I think I'll try this story, you know, and then I would show up and go a little bit deeper and open up a another layer of the onion. And then in just over time, you know, through my own process, I got more and more and more in tune with who I really am, what I really care about, type of work I want to be doing, the type of women I want to serve. And it's just so clear, you know, and this applies obviously for business owners and, and people that are, you know, in organizations and people that, you know, that kind of thing. But like you said, you don't have to have a YouTube channel or an Instagram platform. This can just be for you. It can be sharing it in community with other women. It could be sharing it in your mom's groups. It could be sharing it in your in your circles and and just your your family. I mean, yeah, what it does like, for families is so amazing. You know, so it is not just for me, it helped me find my voice in my business and other things, but it can help you in all areas of your life, your spiritual growth. Oh my gosh. Like that's a huge piece, right? Your yeah. own healing and your spiritual growth. I mean, digging into those stories is a massive part of that experience. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about, you know, of course there's the, all the expanded versions of, of sister circles and friendships and stuff like that. And, you know, but even just as simple as sharing more of your story and yourself and your, maybe some of your secrets that you you describe as a secret even with like your your husband or your mm -hmm. or you know maybe even your mom or your you know like just even keeping it close to home you know to to start with just to hear yourself talk because i feel like mm -hmm. And, and I think about this a lot to myself, like, I just need to hear myself talk sometimes. Sometimes I'll just put out my voice recorder and I'll start talking and just mm -hmm. sharing how I'm feeling um, just because it gets it out of my head and my mind mm -hmm. and my body. Mm -hmm. And For I sure. think that that's really important too, like 
just to hear yourself talk, to realize how you really feel and and what's really going on within you. What story are you creating inside of you right now? Like that mm-hmm. is maybe not true even at all. And it's like when you <laughs> out and you start talking about it, then you're like, oh, that's actually not how the story is at all. Or, oh, look, this is actually how the story, you know? So it's funny how we can create these like little works in our stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you just record into, you know, a voice recorder and speak out loud. That's such a way of processing. And for some of us, you know, we are verbal processors. Others might be more written processors. So on the, on the opposite end of that would be maybe just journaling, just a stream of conscious journaling, just writing it out, getting what's in the head out onto paper. So it's such a important process of the, um, you know, I say there's three stages of storytelling. That first stage is uncovering. And that's where you just got to dig. You got to get it out. You've got to uncover the stories that are inside of you. And that's part, that's a huge part of that process is maybe just verbally processing it or, or writing it out, processing it in your journal, you know, just hammering it out on your computer. If you like to type, it's not for anyone. Those are not, those are not necessarily stories you're going to release. Those are just, that's part of the uncovering phase of of your story story like yeah it's just digging and finding them yeah yeah so what are the other two phases you said uncovering yeah so uncovering would be that first phase right you've got to just dig you've got to find the stories you've got to you've got to get those you've got to find out what's in the jar and the next stage which would be the next step would be the revealing and that is where you're letting that story out and giving it some air and revealing it is where you do begin to share it with your mom or your sister or your husband or maybe on your instagram story or doing it with inside a small community and you're just starting to share it to to begin to get some feedback feedback is important we cannot be afraid of feedback and if someone doesn't like your story or doesn't respond positively, we have to learn as women to not give that meaning, to not allow that, to not assign value of their response to your intrinsic value. This is your story for crying out loud. It's not theirs, you know? So just learning to stand in it and that will take some practice. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, those like things that you see out of like nail salons or like car repair shops, they're like the blow up gumbies and somebody could come by and like punch it down. But the minute the punch goes by, the blow up just pops right back up. We have to learn how to just stand in our story. And yes, you're going to get some feedback. Stop being afraid of feedback and learn to like, just take the punch and just pop right back up. And some feedback, some feedback is going to be helpful, you know, and you get better, but we're just, we're just live in this stupid perfectionistic idealism, idealistic world that we as women have to be perfect. And you just, that's just so ridiculous. Yeah. And look, I, <laughs> I'm preaching only because I've had to, <laughs> I've had to get myself popped back up. You know, also I have, 
I've taken those hits and laid down from them before. And that just didn't serve me. It didn't allow me to serve my clients or my people or the women that I want to reach. It just didn't do any good. So I've had to learn. I've had to learn to like put the story out there and be detached from the outcome. Take the feedback and ask myself, is this helpful feedback? Do I agree with this feedback? And if the answer is yes, then great. I take it. If it's like, nope, that doesn't, you know, use your intuition. Listen to yourself. Nobody knows you better than you. And so you, you, you have to put yourself out there during the revealing stage to start to practice that it's practicing, telling the story it's doing the, you know, like you said, you've been doing it now for three years on your Instagram stories and you've gotten better. I have gotten so much better at telling my story. I'm so much more confident now. And, and that's what happens during the revealing stage. And then the third stage is the up-leveling stage. This is where, uh, this is where you learn. This is where you now know that the story you have is so damn good. It, you got to get it out to more people. This is where people start writing books and publishing their books, telling their stories. This is where people start to get on stages and command the room and reach more people. This is where they do start dominating their social media, building businesses, building movements, building brands, building, expanding their platform. It is like, you are now like, get out of my way. I have something to say, you know, that is up leveling. Yes. Now we're not going to start there. I certainly didn't start there. You didn't start there. It was you starting a podcast. You know, you starting this podcast was part of your up leveling of your story. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about. It's like the more that you share your story, the more you're creating a new story to share. Totally. And it's always evolving. It's like you're creating a whole new chapter of life of, of the book of your life, you know? So it's like you're telling your story and then you're creating new stories and you just keep sharing and your book of stories just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. I mean, every single one of my clients, whether they're writing a book and working on publishing their story, or they are, you know, going through our speakers program and learning to become a a really powerful speaker in front of the room. I can promise you if I ask them, Hey, five years ago, did you see yourself doing this? They'd be like, are you kidding me? Like they have been on the journey. They have started with the uncovering. They practiced during the revealing and now they are there. But even before that, they were like you and me going, I don't think I have a story, you know, like, or I don't know what to do with that story. Like, forget it. I'm just going to keep it in the jar. It's so when you see other people out there doing it, just remember they were once wherever you are right now, too. I promise. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 you, I'm always like, use me as an example, you know, like, yeah, I I didn't know any of this existed, (laughs) you know, like I had no idea I could be this version of myself. Until I just began the journey, I I wanted to know myself better. I wanted to learn more about what was hidden inside of me. I wanted to go into all the nooks and crannies and just discover. And that is that's the story. That's that's the story. Period. Right. And, yeah. and so it's just so beautiful to be able to to be an example of what it looks like because we're we're no different than anybody else we're nope. just, we just keep showing up for ourselves every single day well not every single day there's days where 
you know, and, and that's okay. Like I love those days and that gets to be a part of our, our story and our life too. You it know? does. So it, it really is just so empowering and inspiring to witness other women in their in their fullness and in, in mm-hmm. their authentic, vulnerable nature. Because it is scary as hell to reveal parts of yourself that have maybe once were deemed um, you know, shameful or mm-hmm. judgmental or you know, like the dark. The yeah, the dark, yeah. Yeah. And that's a part of almost everyone's story, to be honest with you, is that, and that, and, and, and when we, when we just stay in that place of the shame, the guilt, the regret, the failures, the mistakes, the abuse, the victimhood, when we just stay there, that's when the story's holding power over you. But when you actually go through the process and, and, you know, I, I teach storytelling through like, there's this arc, there's this transformation that occurs when you take yourself through that process and you truly are, you know, able to look back from the other side of that experience and see, uh, how far you've come or what you've learned from those experiences or what it taught you, um, even dark, dark, dark things like abuse and trauma and victimhood, like, Listen, it sucks, but we've all had some of that in our life. I mean, we just don't get out of this life without having some bruises, some scabs, some wounds, some scars, some broken bones, you know, literally and figuratively. Like, we just don't get out of that, this life without that. That was actually promised to us. We are going to have trouble. But what we have to do is learn how to process through that trouble to learn what we needed to learn through that experience. And then that's when the story is something that you can use in a positive, powerful way when you've learned how to share it, when you've gotten all the way through that, you know, I always say, yeah, but what came next? Yeah, but you had some trauma. Yeah, but, you know, there were some things in your life you're not proud of, but like what happened next? Get to the next part of the story. You're just staying stuck. And that's where I feel like storytelling is part of that big, huge part of the healing journey. Cause you really get to look at it objectively. You get to look at it maybe with the, you know, with someone like me that can guide you through it or someone like you, who's going to guide them through that process, right? That's the beauty of processing all the way through the story and then using that story in a powerful way at the end. Oh, that was so, so beautifully shared because I know every single woman that is hearing those words right now, they've had they've had the trauma, they've had the pain. Mm -hmm. We all have. It really is just a matter of, are you going to let it continue to control you? Exactly. Are you you going to remain a victim of it or are you going to let it move through you? And that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Um, One thing that I love that you do is the journal prompts, the word prompts that you, Mm -hmm. that you encourage people, because it really is, there is a story in absolutely anything and everything. Like you'll give some of the like craziest word and then, or like prompt. And it's just like, oh, and it just makes you think. And, and I think that's like that intentional thing because we're so on autopilot we just think about the same damn thing over and over and over yeah going throughout our day doing our thing and it's like when we're 
proposed with a thought, you know, like a, a thought provoking exercise. Mm-hmm. Like we have that moment where, where we get to really sit with the question and sit with that prompt or sit with those words and see what stirs, what memories stir within you. And, mm-hmm. and so tell me more about that, like your experience, mm-hmm. with these journal prompts and, and words that you encourage. Yes. Um, I think this is a big part of helping people with that uncovering and revealing stage. You know, you can uncover and start to reveal this story when you are prompted. And the thing about being a good storyteller is I think there's two really good qualities. I mentioned, you know, being intentional and making a decision to do the work. That's first. But then you have to get curious and you have to raise your awareness. So, you know, like you and like me, I mean, like everybody else there, you know, there are just days that I'm just going through the motions and I am like getting from one thing to the next and I'm not being hyper aware. Well, I promise you that just like there's just stories flying all around me and I'm not I'm not capturing them. So when you start to raise your awareness, you will it will cause you to pause and reflect or take note and things like that. And so that's where the prompting comes in. And so this is something that we do for our community. This is something I'm always trying to put out there where we give you uh, some prompts. We give you some some questions, you know, because it's like us being curious. So, hey, I'm curious, when was the last time you cried and what what was it about? Like, that's a great prompt, right? I'm curious, what's a life lesson that you're really grateful you learned? And how did you learn it? Like, I'm curious, right? So you just get curious and you may not be able to think of those questions. So that's where our prompts come in is we start to prompt you with storytelling based prompts that are going to get you thinking. Now you can do this also, one of my favorite ways to do this, and we do this every Monday inside our community is through photos. And I believe that we have a lot of visual triggers around us as well. And even the photos on your phone, like if you want a good exercise, just pull out the photos on your phone and scroll back five months ago, (laughs) you know, because we've forgotten things that were going on in our life, even five months ago, or maybe I mean, I don't know. My phone photos go back to 2012. I don't even know how how that's possible. But anyway, I can go all the way back to 2012 on my phone right now and find some photos and just go back and find a photo that was a personal memory, a personal experience that you captured in a photo and then sit with it for a minute and let that story be reimagined. Let that story be retold. Those are stories that you could actually begin to use to practice with that with that revealing stage, putting them out there, maybe sharing it with someone else, just giving it words or, you know, writing it down, whatever it may be. And this was, this was truly how I started when I, when I started building light beamers, I just, I made a commitment. I was like, I I don't really know how I'm going to do this. I don't really know how I'm going to reach all these people, but I'm going to just get online, you know, relatively speaking pretty much every day. And I'm just going to figure out a story to share. In some days it was like, I ran into this crazy thing at the grocery store and I'm going to tell you the story of it. Like they were very insignificant at the time, but it was a way of me practicing. And the more I did that, then the more I learned how to tie that seemingly insignificant thing at the grocery store into a message that I wanted to use that was anchored back to the overall message that I would share 
with my, with my people at Light Beamers. So I learned how to use the story and be able to use it in a way that could actually help me magnify my brand, help me magnify my message, help me reach more women and draw more women into me. But it wasn't just me getting online every day and just like jabbering on about Light Beamers and what we do. I was using the grocery store experiences to illustrate that. Yeah. And then encouraging like what crazy stories happen to you, you know? Like Absolutely. It opens up the dialogue. It opens up conversation. You know, if you, if you are someone that likes to use social media and you're complaining that you're not getting engagement, I would ask you, well, are you telling good stories? Yeah. You know, when you start telling good stories, people will engage with you because they're yeah. going to be like, oh my gosh, me too. Or, oh my gosh, yes. that's so cool. Or, oh, I love that so much. They're just not even going to be able to contain themselves. So you know, I mean, it's just, it's just fun to start to see and that's feedback. Yeah. That's the feedback that you're getting. And yeah, so instead and of being afraid of the deeper. negative feedback, you're going to get positive feedback. Yeah. And it creates deeper relationships. Totally. Conversations. And, you know, we're just, you're going beyond the surface level because then it's like, oh, we have this in common. We get to go deeper with each other and, and figure out what lights you up and what lights you up. And then, you know, kind of go from there. And, um, yeah, it, that that's just that's so that's so fun. I love that. Yeah. So the prompts are really really good. They're a great way for you know, for you to get started, just, just practicing and uncovering. And so we, we do a lot of that inside our community. We do uh, the photo prompts, which are just more generic photos, but they can be really, really powerful igniters, um, of, of that story spark for you. And we do it with prompts, um, encouraging people to be more verbal and, and share their story verbally on video, um, you know, to get that practice as well. And yeah, and I have a, I have a, um, if you want, I can send, if, if people want, I have like a 365 days of story prompts. So like oh, there's a bunch wow. of them in like a resource guide that I have that's free that I'm happy to share. Yes, you can definitely. just send people to DM show. me or whatever, or I can yeah. link, you can have it and link it yeah, so they can I'll get it. Yeah, I'd love to have the link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. 50, man. It is really <laughs> doing a number on me. I had a great question for you. See, there's part of my story. Hey, I'm 50 and I'm losing my memory. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's such a thing, this darn menopause journey. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey. wait, what What was I doing? Why did I walk into this <laughs> oh, room? I literally had the best question and it totally just <laughs> It'll come oh, back to you. No, okay, now it's back. Um, I okay. wanted to ask you, so you have several, how many collaborative books do you have out now? We have two books collaborative books that have been published and we have a third one that's about to be published. Wow. So we started this project in our community, you know, um, two years ago and, um, I was approached by a publisher and she was like, April, you have all these women, you have all these stories, you know, have you ever thought about producing a collaborative book? And I'm like, I've never thought of that, but I think it's the best idea ever. And so we have been on this journey for the last two years. Um, at the end of the day, we will have published 34 women and total in, their, in all of their stories. And they are getting the opportunity to write and go through the, we're, we're, we're coaching them. They're, we're walking them through this process. It's part of a program. And we are teaching them everything about storytelling and giving them an opportunity to tell their story by writing it themselves. We're not 
We don't hire ghost writers. I'm not writing it for them. They are writing it. And then we're giving them a lot of help and feedback along the way. Um, and they are each writing a chapter in our collaborative book. So the um, first book was called Elevate Your Voice. The second book was called Step Into Your Brave. And our third book, which will be out this fall, fall of 2023, um, is called Shine Your Light. And those are those are really um, uh, very pointed titles, I would say. You know, Elevate Your Voice step into your brave, shine your light. Like when you learn to elevate your voice, you've done that work of uncovering and starting to reveal your story and finding that voice and getting it out there. Th that is you truly stepping into your brave. Like it, it, this is not, this is not wimpy work, you know, it's going to require yeah. you to put your big girl panties on and step into your brave. And then as you do that, the beautiful part of that is then you shine your light. So we're really, really proud of the three book series. Um, it's been a beautiful project to be on. I am so honored to get to walk this journey with the 34 women that have come through this project. And yeah, we'll be, we'll be celebrating the finality of that when our third book launches. And I think it'll be October, but I'm I'm hoping it'll be October 2023, but if not, it'll be the very, very early days of November 2023. Oh, that is so exciting. That, yes. that is so exciting and inspiring, and I'm just so proud of you and so proud of each woman that, mm -hmm. that is like, yes, I want to do this. I want to share my story and dedicating the time and the energy and the money to like make their voice be heard and their story be heard. Like that is such a big, bold, beautiful, brave thing to do. And it's been amazing to watch. And I knew this would happen. I mean, I was just like what, getting my popcorn ready, you know, because yeah. I'm like, okay, here we go. Watching these women rise. It's been really fun because not all, but, but many of, um, you know, especially the ones that we've published so far. So there's a group of authors right now that are not, they're still, you know, we're still getting the finishing touches on that book, but the, the ones that have already come out and published their book, published that story. I've, we've gone on to watch them, um, two women's, no, three women specifically from our collaborative books have gone on to write their solo book. One of them has published that solo book and um, the other two are in process, but one, the one that published her solo book was um, an instantaneous bestseller. All of our collaborative books so far have been bestsellers and she is on a year long book tour. And that is like that up leveling that stage three, this is the up leveling and like, you know, up leveling part one was getting into the collaborative book. And some of these ladies have gone on to up-level more by writing their solo book and continuing to elevate their story, elevate their voice and getting it out there. Other women have gone on to take that story that they worked on inside the book and now they're conquering stages. They're like, okay, I want to speak to more audiences. I want to go into companies or I want to, you know, get on conference stages and share my message that way. And so they're elevating their voice in that way. That's that up, up leveling game, just continuing to watch women grow through this process. And, and I knew that would happen, but it's just been a lot of fun to watch oh, it happen. I'm you know, sure. I'm sure I just, I mean, 
I know so many women that have big visions of them sharing their story on a stage and, and, yes. and motivating others through their story. And, and then I just see them like sitting on it, you know, and it's right. like, oh, come on, girl, let's do it. Let's share your voice. Like there, there can't be too many women up on stage sharing their voice. Well, listen, let me tell you, there's a lot of room there because the statistics will show you that a majority, when you have conferences and you have events and you have, you know, company, whatever, like um, the statistics are still not in our favor. There are more men writing books and publishing books than there are women. And there are more men speakers on the speaker circuit than there are women. So there's a lot of room for us and plenty of room for us to step up. Absolutely. And there's so many women also that, you know, just a, a podcast. I know you have a podcast as well. Yeah. And um, so many women are like, oh, I want to start a podcast. And it's like, start a, start a podcast. Like start a podcast, like, start a podcast. It's a great place. A like we need more female voices out there yes. sharing their story because there's you know, billions of us, like, come on, like we, we need your voice. Like the, uh, we don't own no, the people that are where you think you will never be, or that you desire to be like, they don't own the corner of that market. You know, like th this is one big open expansive, uh, place for us all to play in. And, and that's the celebrating and the cheering and the sisterhood that is, like you said in the very beginning, that that will heal the world. You know, the more mm -hmm. we use our voice, share our story, come together um, as a humanity, you know, that we are all the same. Yes, we are all completely different, but we are all the same. What's your story? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like find that thread of commonality. Then it's like, oh, we are all the same. Yes. And there's just so much room, you know, there's just so much room for everybody. And yeah, I mean, yeah, podcasting and go do it. That's another great place that podcasting is a storyteller's uh, platform, <laughs> you yeah. know, like go, to, yeah. go tell your well, story on that podcast. Just record, I, I loved what you said about, you know, you're used to doing the interviewing. And when you started this pot, you, you know, the rule, t tell them what you said about the rule that you have for yourself. Yeah. So, um, three years ago, I started a podcast called the inside story podcast. So I would love to have you over there listening to that as well. And I do, do teach a lot around storytelling on that show. And when, but in the beginning, in the beginning, when I began that, pro you know, podcast, I wasn't, I didn't have it, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get all these downloads and oh, I'm going to use it to do all these things because there's a lot of strategy behind starting a podcast. And for me, it was a challenge. I have been in the world um, as a journalist and video producer and brand storyteller. I have been the person that's been like coming to you with a microphone, asking you all the questions, getting the story out of you, pulling the story figuring out the right pieces of the story, packaging it together and say, here you go. This is your story. This is what it looks like. This is what I'm hearing. And I've done that for other people that I still do that. Like that's a big part of me, you know, coaching other clients now is helping them with that process. But I haven't been the one that has had the microphone, right? I, I haven't done that work on myself. And that's a really peculiar place to be when you haven't done that. And 
So, I mean, that's why I so enjoy being a guest on other people's podcasts because it gives me an opportunity to kind of just, yeah, think through my own story and share the things that I've, I'm not always asked about. And it's, it's a delight, but I don't always have the opportunity. So I decided that I could, I could build a podcast in Lickety Split and have all these people to interview because that's easy for me. Not Now, some people, the thought of interviewing other people is not easy, but for me, I'm trained in how to do that. And I've done that for 30 years. So I knew that interviewing other people on my podcast and having guests were going to be so easy. I would slay the podcast world, no problem. But I was like, but I don't want that to be my crutch. So I decided that if I was going to launch a podcast, I had to make a promise to myself that I would share, I would produce also solo episodes and I would not, I would not have more than five interviews in a row before I had to have a solo episode. And the solo episodes were for me were an opportunity for me to sit in front of this microphone and tell my audience, my story the different stories that were coming up for me at the time. And it challenged me to just continue to peel that layer of my own storytelling onion. And it continued to challenge me to step up into that revealing and up-leveling stage of my storytelling growth. And I'm three years in now. And I mean, oh my gosh, if you go back and listen to the first few solo episodes, like go listen to the first, you know, three or four solo episodes of the Inside Story podcast. And you're going to hear me say at the beginning of every single one of them, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, I, I'm very uncomfortable. I, I'm, I'm doing this, but I don't like doing it. Like this is so hard for me. And I just was very open about that. And I made reference to it over and over again. It was almost almost like I needed to qualify it, you know, like give you a little, you know, a little disclaimer, you know, this might really suck. You know, this is going to be pretty choppy. This is going to be pretty messy. I know I'm an expert storyteller, but this is going to be a mess. And I just, I just did. And I, and I, and I challenged myself to tell hard stories. It wasn't like, I just, I've done that of like, telling the vanilla benign stories. This was a place where I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to tell the harder stories. So, you know, I was going through things at the time. Um, gosh, three years ago, this was, I, I started the podcast right before COVID started, started. And then during that time I was navigating some big challenges in my family. I had moved my entire family across the country to help. I was taking care of my dad who was really sick who then later passed away during that time. And so there were just a lot of things that were, that were in my storytelling pot that I needed to work through. You know, I needed, I just needed to get them out of my jar and out into the air. And I used my solo episodes and I still do. I still use my solo episodes, but I'm no longer having to use that disclaimer of like, Oh, this is really hard for me. I'm really, it has helped me grow as a storyteller by, having the podcast. So, um, I used the, the solo episodes to help me work through that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I very, very surprisingly love my solo episodes. Yeah. Um, and there's a rhyme or reason when I do them, but I will say when I do do them, it's usually coming in with a very vulnerable, share mm-hmm. of like something that I've been processing through. And it's like the minute it's out there, those episodes that are the most raw, the most vulnerable are the ones that everybody's like, oh my gosh, Vaughn, like that story ignited something so deep within me, you know, or I didn't know 
you know, I thought I was alone going through this right now. Thank you so much for sharing your story, you know? And so you get that feedback, right? Uh, yes. It's yeah. so and good. It, but it really is. It's like the more vulnerable I get, the more I really, really share. Cause sometimes I'm mm -hmm. sharing things and I'm like, I cannot believe I am sharing this out loud to you people right now. You know? <laughs> no. but, I'm like, but it's like the more raw, the more vulnerable, the more real I get with myself and with my audience, it's like the deeper we fall in love with each other. Yeah. Well, that was even why I named my podcast, the inside story. You know, these are not the outward stories that you can go find. I mean, that you're going to find on my website. You know, this is literally the inside stories, the stories that we're not really talking about as much as we need to be. And I use that lens, too, when thinking about guests that I want to have on when I do do my interviews is like, well, let's get to some inside stories about this topic, you know, because we're not we're not actually going there. Menopause is a big one for me right now. It's like, oh, my gosh, can we please just talk about menopause? Yeah. Because it is it is a big freaking deal. And women are not talking about it the way I wish we were because I'm going through it and going, uh, I had no idea. Like no one told me. I did not know. This is not readily available. And for our doctors don't even know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The minimum uh, like, oh. Well, healthcare, like that'll get me on a tangent. But these are inside stories that we've got to dig into. And that to me is a really powerful use of our voice. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because uh, agreed with the menopause thing is just like, wow. I mean, if yeah. you're in my world, like you hear me talking about these things, you know, like I'm having this conversation with my friends and in my stories, I, I do talk about this a lot. But I mean, there's just there's so many things that you don't realize aren't being shared until you're in it. And then yep. you're like, oh, wait, why have I not? And then you're looking for the stories, you yeah. know, like where are the women telling me their stories and they're not readily available. And so, yeah, that's why we have to do more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, this has been so beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. And I loved being with you and sharing your light with us all. Um, what? OK, I know you've got the podcast and you've got your Light Beamers Facebook group that is yes. so active. It's it's a, such a fun place to be. And you've got all your books. And what are some other ways that that you like for people to connect with you? I mean, honestly, I love to just talk to people in the DMs. I mean, I'd love to, you know, whoever's listening to this, if you found something interesting or, you know, like I want to know more about uncovering or, wow, you just really inspire me to share my story, whatever it is. I love hearing that. I'm a, I love feedback. I really do love feedback. So I'm at Light Beamers on mainly Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn are my three channels that I play on. I don't, I'm not a TikToker. I'm not a YouTuber as shocking as that is, but uh, those are my three channels. Those are the three places I like to hang out. Um, and yeah, or come listen to the podcast, the inside story, or come get into our community on Facebook, the light beamers community. That's where you're going to get all those prompts mm -hmm. and we can prompt you every week and you can practice telling your story. That's really what the, the community was designed to do is to give women a place to practice in a really safe private community where, you know, nothing's being shared and it's um, a really supportive, um, engaging, lovely group of humans in that group. Um, and yeah, I've got, I can share the, the prompts, the 365 day prompts. We yes, can do absolutely. that where you can, you can hop over there and get that download. 
Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff. I mean, I've got programs and courses. You can just go check it all out on at lightbeamers.com. That's probably the central hub of everything anyway. Yeah, I'll make sure I have all that information in the show notes. And thank you again for your time today. And thank you everyone for listening. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.